screamed in pain as she moved. She landed on her back, looking up at Helen's ship. She smiled as she sent all of her remaining power to her particle cannon. Like my mom always said, if you can't win, at least give him a black eye. Damage report. Ma'am. Our atmospheric propulsion is heavily damaged. Everything else appears to be operational. Then continue firing at their ship. I don't want that eyesore to escape. Yes, ma'am. Full power to the engines! Engage the emergency boosters! Engaging boosters in three, two, one! The Eldritch began to pick up speed, but he fell unconscious, but her massive weight kept her from flying off the ship, while her dismembered robotic arm kept Barkley safely pinned down. Ah! As each beam hit the Eldritch, chunks of the armor melted off, cutting deep gouges that came all too close to the crew, who valiantly manned their stations as the ship continued to gain more speed. Captain, they're still hitting us. How much burn do we have left? Two minutes, sir. When they get through the armor, the ship will tear itself apart. A squadron of jets began firing on Helen's ship. The Eldritch continued to retreat as the Air Force launched missile after missile into the alien hall. We're barely scratching it, sir. Doesn't matter. We just need to keep them busy until the Navy boys can get away. Yes, sir. As they distracted the enemy, the Eldritch fled this massive ship, reaching incredible speeds until they came over the Atlantic Ocean. Turn us five degrees to starboard. There's an island chain ahead. Splash us down and hide in the cover of the large island. Aye, aye, sir. Has the Eldritch found safe harbor? Are Betty and Barkley going to recover? Find out after the break. Enjoying the adventures of Mechabitty? How about subscribing and sharing with your friends? If we reach 1,000 subscribers, I will force, <clears throat> I mean, gently persuade the cast to sing for your enjoyment. All I want to do is see you turn into a giant cyborg, a giant cyborg. All I want to be is someone who gets to see a giant cyborg. Somewhere out there in deep space, so far away, there are aliens coming. To take our freedom away. Welcome back! During the break, the Eldritch hid itself with dozens of crew and civilians were working together to pull Betty's arm off of Barkley. Stop! It would only hurt him more! Someone get a surgical kit! With a bone saw! We have to amputate. Hey, you stop that! I'm not letting you cut off my friend's arm! Do you want him to die? 
If we could leave this thing off him, his arm is crushed. It would have to be amputated anyways. Let's do it now and save him some pain. Dr. Blue, where I handle Barkley. Can you see to Betty? Wait a minute. Betty? That thing can sure hit a number on you. Are you okay? Uh, to be honest, Doc, I've had better days. I think I'm too damaged to get up. Damn. And me without a tow truck. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It looks like we are going to have to cut you out of there. Uh, is that a good idea? We didn't exactly have time to make this reversible. If we are careful, we can get you out along with your main life support unit. Can you do it? Hey, I think I can. I designed this much smarter and with lot less weaponry. But life support has its own separate battery, so it should last long enough to get you into the medical bay. <coughs> can I get a blowtorch and some cutting tools over here? <sighs> can I get a shot of whiskey before you start? And a bottle of whiskey! Well, I could use a bit myself. I'm not exactly a surgeon. <laughs> no, you're not. You're an engineer. And that's exactly what I need right now. Now get to work and don't give me any more excuses. Here you go, Dr. Bloom. O'Connell sent up all the tools you should need. Good. Well, let's get to work. Excuse me, sir. Is there anything I can do? Sure. Keep it steady. And uh, hand me whatever I ask for, okay? Dr. Bloom, I'm taking Enzyme Barkley to the medical bay. I'll be back as soon as I can to assist you. Thank you. Hold a steady, Kenneth. <sighs> Sorry, Doctor. There's something busted and I keep getting shocked. Well, perhaps a bit of a distraction will help. It would be good to see how your mental state is after being knocked around so much. So tell me, good guy, young lady goes around inventing super factories and getting herself turned into a walking tank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always had a bit of interest in machines ever since I was little. Uh, my entire life, my mom has been an airplane mechanic. She kind of fell into it during the war, you know, doing her part and all. But it became a passion. My passion was a bit broader. I took apart everything from radios to this giant computer. The college in the city threw it out because it was burnt out. My mom wanted to use it for scrap metal. But she got that thing working. <clears throat> Sorry. Continue. Yo! Oh, be careful, Doc. I'm pretty banged up in here. So, um, yeah, I got it fixed up, but I wasn't really sure what to do with it. And then I listened to an episode of this science fiction series on the radio, talking about smart machines making things, and then... You made a super factory? <laughs> nope, but close. I realized how awesome it would be if my mom didn't have to order parts but can make them herself. Uh, the problem is that the amount of tools and equipment to make one or two parts would take up half the garage, let alone everything you need to fix up all the different kinds of planes that come in. So I built the part press. Parts press? Uh, yeah, kind of like an old printing press, except this would... Ow! Oh, <laughs> Ugh. instead of letters... It had shapes, and it would press down a layer of hot metal, cool, then another, then another. Uh, after a few hours, I could make almost any kind of metal part. Fascinating. Oh, Kenneth, pass me the wire cutters. Wire cutters. Yeah, here you go. So, that alone is a very impressive feat. Surprised you didn't sell it and became the next Harry Ford. I said the same thing, but that was just the beginning. Yeah, Kenny's right. I couldn't help but think that there was more to what could be done. I figured making one part in a few hours wasn't good enough, so I made more. A couple presses, all controlled by the computer. Some used aluminum, 
and others worked with steel, so I could pretty much make any part I ever needed. Though... It still wasn't good enough? <laughs> Not even close. I started working with robotics, making arms that could pick up the parts and put them away so the presses could work all day and night without me. Then I thought they could start making things themselves. I heard of this in some magazines. Automated factories. Hand me the torch. This seems a mess. You'd better scrap it and build a new one properly. Aww, do we have to scrap it? Betty is a bit sentimental. She still keeps scraps from her mom's power glider under her bed. Kenneth! Oh, still. I suppose not. But it's not up to me. And I don't think we have enough materials on board as it is. It's not exactly time for sentimentality. No offense. Is Kenneth here? That's me. Is something wrong? There's a call for you. Uh, it's from the president. The, the president? What does he want with me? I don't know. He didn't say. But you need to go now. Go, Kenny. I'll be fine. Okay, Betty. You take care. Kenneth walked up to the command deck and was handed a phone. He nearly dropped the phone because his hands were shaking. H hello Is this the reporter with Macapaki? Yes, I am a reporter, sir. My name is Kenneth. Oh, good, good. Kenneth, you're, you're exactly what I need. Now listen closely, boy. The people need answers. And more than that, they need hope. Do a battlefront report on the Eldritch and Macapaki. Got it? It's Kenneth. And I understand, sir, but everything is in rough shape, right? I said hope. I don't care if you have to lie out of your teeth, but you need to make it look like we are winning. But, sir? Damn it. No buts. I'm giving you access to the nation's emergency broadcast system. And if I don't hear what I want to hear in the next hour, I'll... I can't think of anything, but I'm the president. And that's an order. I... Uh, yes, sir. Goodbye, Carl. It's Ken... F. Thanks to several crewmen, Jerry wrecked the communications tower in Kenneth's camera. He was able to reluctantly start his job. He gulped as he tried to think of how much he had to stretch the truth. You're Ensign Joe, right? I need you to be my cameraman. Orders from the president. You got it, boss. Just... just keep it pointed at me, or whatever I point at. Keep quiet, and press that button in five, four... Uh, oops! Ah, um, hello, this is Kenneth Jameson reporting from the USS Eldridge. <clears throat> <clears throat> this ship is filled with the most advanced technology, and the best minds from around the world. We have managed to fight back the best the aliens have thrown at us. Today, we are repairing and upgrading the ship, which gives us the opportunity to see how the Eldridge's crew will bring us victory. I just can't seem to get this recipe right. Just use your neural learner, honey. Well, I thought that was just for learning new languages. Nope. With the latest upgrade, you can learn any skill with the flip of a switch. Wowie! Thank you, neural learner. And thank you, Schnookums. Welcome back. When we left, Betty and Barkley were taken to the medical bay for surgery. One place that reporter friend Kenneth wanted desperately to go to, but could not. He was taken with only reporting good news, being given nothing but his camera, a random enzyme, and a few documents about the ship. Thankfully, the crew was ordered to oblige him. Unfortunately, things got rocky from the get-go. 
We need this factory to make safety equipment. If it isn't bad enough, we are stuck in this tin can. We shouldn't have to worry about being tossed around like ragdolls during a fight. Lady, this is a battleship. We need the super factory to completely rebuild the weapons so we don't get our asses kicked. Um, hello? What? what? <clears throat> I'm here doing a live report on the Eldridge and what we are doing to win against this invasion. Oh yes, uh, the captain said you would be around. So, the Americans can hear me right now. Yes, ma'am. Well, as much as I hate to say this, uh, this ship is uh, nice. The materials that make it fly are remarkable. The super factory that Mademoiselle Betty created, however, is très magnifique. In a day, we can build things that would take months, if the roots would let us use it properly. It's called priorities. We wouldn't be half, um, finished if we had better weapons to take care of the aliens and interrupt our work. So the aliens are more of a nuisance for this ship than a threat? Yeah, we, uh, just need time to get everything working. Then we can take them out for sure. Ugh. Silly American bravado. The truth is, uh... Kenneth gave Dr. Armisen a pleading look, silently begging her to stop. The, the truth is that there is a lot of work to be done and all of us will do our part. Now me and, uh... James? James and I need to get back to work. Kenneth left him. I was glad to hear a more civil conversation paid off as he tried to not think about Betty. He remembered that the camera was still on him and he needed to say something. He started reading a document the captain handed to him earlier. The USS Eldridge was a part of a top-secret project called the Philadelphia Experiment. The purpose was to use a new superconductive material that allowed the ship to fly. The only problem was a proper power source, until Betty came on board and built the fusion furnace. <sighs> um, and here we are on the deck. As you can see, the current guns are, um, uh, being dismantled to be replaced with, with, um, uh, rail guns that take advantage of the extra electricity that the fusion furnace produces. Watch where you're going. Okay, I'll point it at the deck. The entire space was taken up with now dismembered Mecha Bay parts. Hundreds of parts were laid out in a meticulous order, with labels in equally organized handwriting. Okay, never looked up from his work. Get over here with that camera and be careful. I want you to get my good side. Now see all this? You know what this is? Um, Mecha Betty, right? No, you idiot. This is a prototype. And you know what a prototype is? The first version of an invention? Oh my god! Okay, for you two and the folks at home, a prototype is essentially a pile of junk in the shape of a good idea. Everything from your TV to your car started out as a barely functioning pile of junk thrown together by scientists and inventors who pat themselves on the back while us engineers figure out how to make that damn thing work properly. Now look at this damn thing! He held up a metal ball covered in wires and tossed it off the ship. Those eggheads put inside a cutting-edge weapon by tossing a bunch of untested garbage together and hoped it would work. That was a gyroscope in her damn fist! Why do you need a gyroscope in a fist? Worst of all, it's, it was only in the left one! Useless. Stupid. Sucks up power because it was wired completely wrong. Surprised this thing didn't get her killed. I, 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 I am at a loss for words on this thing. <sighs> on the plus side, this thing managed to take down almost 50 flying saucers, hordes of aliens, and punched a hole in their command ship. So folks, 
We got this. Betty's gonna be bigger, tougher, and better than ever. Thank you. You heard it here. Things may be tough, but the crew of the USS Eldridge will keep on the good fight. This has been Kenneth reporting on the front line. How will people react to Kenneth's report? How are Betty and Barkley doing in the medical bay? Find out next time on the Adventures of Mecha Betty! We here at Adventures of Mecca Bay hope that you have been enjoying the series so far, but we need your help to grow and keep the series going. Please share the show with your friends, and if you can chip in to the Mecca Betty's Patreon.